Monique, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule uh, today to talk about a new film coming out on digital August 25th. Uh, I just watched it last night. I can't drop my review yet. It's called That's a Wrap. And I tell you, I had fun with this movie. I really did. It's a fun movie. <laughs> it you, is. You're laughing as much as you're screaming. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Because there, there are some some wonderful, terrified moments. And then there's just some wonderfully laughing, you know, moments as well. And uh, your character, Lily, that you get to play. Uh, if you wouldn't mind telling my listeners a little bit about who Lily is in, in That's a Wrap. Lily is um, the wife of the director, Mason Maestro. And um, they've been married for many years. She is an actress for many years. Their marriage is not as good as one might wish. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the long-suffering wife yes, of the very famous auteur director in his own mind. <laughs> in his own mind, yes. Played, yes. played by Robert Donovan, who uh, I loved your scenes together. Had, had you worked with Robert before? You two just seemed to really hit it off. I did. I worked with Robert Donovan many, many years ago mm -hmm. on something, probably 20, 25 years ago. So it was a oh, long time. Sure. <laughs> and... I'm rather insulted that he didn't really remember it. <laughs> no. You know, I remembered. And it was apparently very memorable for me, but not for him. But I loved working with him. He was great. Our scenes just flowed. They were just so easy. Yeah, I, I just loved the dynamic between you two and the looks that some of the looks that you got to give him too were just yes. were, <laughs> you just just felt it. It was just great. And uh, I loved how you two played off each other very well, but I like the uh, I, I enjoyed the Lily character altogether. All this movie is very meta. It, uh, I saw the director uh, Marcel Walls. Uh, he he uh, they mentioned it uh, as being kind of influenced by Scream, and I felt like that. And your character, there's a lot of dialogue in here. I mean, what was it that drew you to Lily? Was it the fact that you're making some statements in here that felt kind of uh, yes. cathartic? That's <laughs> That's very much what attracted me to Lily. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I got to the third act and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is yummy. This is delicious. This is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also yummy and delicious in its own way because we're mm. weird. Um, but yeah, it was... It was everything that Lily talks about mm -hmm. very much resonated with me. Yeah, it, it seemed to, to you seemed to really get into the role. I know it's, it just <laughs> just in, in general, it's just like I could tell. I was like, yeah, she she's having fun with Lily quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lily was very fun for me. Mm -hmm. Really fun. And you mentioned a kind of a challenge. What was the challenging part for for playing Lily? Well, um, a lot of Lily's experiences mirror mm -hmm. my own experiences. Mm -hmm. And Lily is a little bit more worn down by it than I am. Mm -hmm. So I might cry about it. Lily's not crying about it. Yeah. So I had to I had to allow all the emotion mm -hmm. 
but also keep it very contained. So that was that was interesting because as an actor, usually when you bring up all the emotion, it's like, great, we're going to take the emotion and we are off and running <laughs> rather than bringing it all up. And then, no, we're just going to hold it here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let it out in little bits. In little bits, which which you do definitely throughout the film and especially not giving away the ending, but let's just say that uh, you do a wonderful thing at the very end of the film that I was hoping you would do with your character. The look in the mirror was was wonderful because I'm watching this going, oh, is she going to? Is she going to? And you give that look and I'm like, got a little chill. with the yeah, look. <laughs> I know everybody, everybody who was at the screening told me it's like right in that last moment, I just had a shiver run down my spine. It's like... <laughs> so uh how do you prepare for a role like lily i know i know you mentioned that it you know you you felt a lot of common elements with her but still how do you prepare for a role like that it's, it's the same thing you prepare for any role mm -hmm. you know you break down the script and you 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 develop your backstory for the character yeah. and and everything the, that you speak about as the character you mm -hmm. put a real life personal situation in mm -hmm. that so when you are speaking about something, it may not be identical, but you get that same sort of, so you've got your own life overlapping with your character's thing. And that makes it easy to remember, easier to act, um, easier to like get in touch with all of those emotions. But it's also not always the easiest to do because sometimes you're looking at things that you don't really want to look at or remembering things that you don't really want to remember. You're, you're acting out and all of a sudden you remember something that you maybe forgot. And suddenly you're yeah. like, oh, there's a and, reason and I a, forgot that. <laughs> it's a lot of sitting there. I mean, my boyfriend, I, he's like, he's never been with an actor before. So mm. he's like, what are you doing right now? I'm working. It looks like you're just sitting there. Yes, I'm working. <laughs> like so a lot of times my work just involves this. Mm -hmm. hmm. Hmm. I just sit and think. I was sure. like, Oh yeah, make a little note, <laughs> sit and think, make a little note, you know, and just come up with all of those beats. Because you, you've you got to internalize and in, in, in all of that before you can express it, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and and express it you do. You get some wonderful little jabs in, especially on, on Donna. <laughs> Joe Netter wrote me a fun script. I shouldn't say he wrote it for me. He didn't write it for me. He wrote mm -hmm. a script and I got sure. to play with it. <laughs> now, uh, did you audition for the part or did they approach you about it first or they approached did, me they did it? yeah oh. well it, it definitely was fitting and, and this you, you have this uh a lot of uh, folks that are familiar in the indie scene in in this film as well sarah french and and that and and how was it working with uh some of the other folks the the, the oh, you know. it was a fun group of people to work yeah. with I loved my scenes with Sarah. Mm -hmm. I really felt like, you know, Sarah is me many, many years ago, decades sure. ago, uh -huh. you know, so it's sort of like, that's how I, when I'm talking to Sarah, everything I talked about Sarah is like, she's exactly where I was at one point. And she has been through so many things. And it's like, it's when we get together and we do scenes together, it's like, Oh, let's play. Let's <laughs> do this up. What else can we add to it? How can we tweak it? What little things can we put in there? Yeah, it was very natural. Your seeds with Sarah, you two felt like uh, you were just talking. You'd ta have this conversation even if the camera wasn't there. 
yeah, yeah. And and we did. <laughs> we would sit around, we'd be sitting around talking and we'd go into a conversation and it would sound like it was right in the script. <laughs> Except we used names. Unless you, oh, you, you, you used names there. You were able to. Yes. To, to In private conversation, <laughs> we may use names. So and so, but we'll never say that out loud. No, no, not on record anyway. Because, <laughs> because that's the business you're in, and it, and it's, it can right. be. It, it, I'm sure there's other things that are said behind closed doors by other folks as well. So, yes. uh, but, uh, it, it's just like any job though. You know, I mean, people, I think give acting like a bad rep going, Oh, they all talk about behind their backs or whatnot. But I'm like, have you been in an office? I'm yeah. Like... <laughs> have you been in any office anywhere? It's just like high school. It, it is. Thank you. Yeah. It is. I've always thought that I'm like, you say something wrong and all of a sudden it comes back to you and someone's upset. You're like, I'm not in high school anymore. We're like in an office setting. Why are you, know, you... grownups, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I imagine with, with actors and acting to that, uh, uh, there's a lot of variety of emotions that everybody is always bringing to the table or with your characters as well. I mean, is it tough sometimes to, to when you're done with that character, kind of separating that? Oh yeah. And, yeah. It, it, it takes a few days. Yeah. It always, there's a, I slip into a bit of each character when I'm doing the production sure. before, during, and then it takes a little bit after. Mm -hmm. And I am, when I wrap a film, I am down for the count for like three days. Sure. I'm done. Just <laughs> don't even, I don't schedule anything. I'm sure. like, I'll talk to you in three days, mom. You know, I'm not <laughs> like, I can't do it. I just like, everything has been wrung out of me hmm. which is a great feeling well I, yeah i imagine it's great because you you feel like then you left everything on the table with your yeah. character yeah right? it's like i got it all out i put hmm. it all out there so uh with your character and with lily and and you know joe wrote this part and and it really seemed you really seemed to click with it uh, how much did they give you to play with this character as far as say dialogue in that did you hold to the script or did they let I you held to the script mm -hmm. i held to the script i made a few changes here and there mm -hmm. uh which i always talk to to the writer if sure. it's possible for first to you know and i said to joe like some of the the these words if you do you mind if i adjust them a little bit and he's like no if i do have a problem i'll say something but for mm -hmm. the most part you know stick to the sometimes, script <laughs> sometimes i just like you know i'll take this word and put it here and this sure one here and, sure you know sure uh but it but it uh, yeah because i've heard some stories of some how some directors are like you got that word wrong we're doing this again <laughs> yes and and you know when i'm doing a television audition mm -hmm. or a commercial audition it's about being word perfect mm -hmm. you know you it's it's different especially an indie film sure you know, sure. like, as long as you're getting the idea across and, and <laughs> everyone knows what's going on. Sure. I hate it when, when actors change up words too much oh. and you're like, is that my cue? Am I supposed to talk now? Because, oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of that scene uh, from Ed Wood when uh, uh, Ed got uh, Bella uh, a commercial and the guy went improv and he didn't know the cues because the guy was so off script <laughs> yeah that you yeah. know and i've seen that too where you know some people play too loose with the script and you're watching it as a viewer going i'm not exactly following 
what's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I'm, if I'm listening to another actor and I've got to respond to something they say and they throw in a different word instead of what was supposed to be used. And I'm supposed to echo that word. I will echo the word that they said and try to change it and bring it around. But sometimes it's like, I, I was, what point were you trying to make? Because <laughs> I, I'm not sure it's ready for me to make my point. Sure. <laughs> now uh, you've done a wide a variety of films. In fact, I saw uh, a film of yours a while back, Axemen 2 Overkill. You were in that. And, I, I enjoyed you uh, quite a bit in that role as well. That was a fun movie. That's a fun uh, movie. Uh, so, uh, you know, do you have a particular genre that you lean towards or is it, are you always looking for something different? I lean more towards comedy. Mm. Comedy mm -hmm. is always my favorite. And, and I try to bring a comedic element to most things mm -hmm. that I do, if possible. Uh, in horror, that's not always <laughs> possible. Sure. Sometimes if it's a horror comedy, yes. If it's, mm -hmm. And um, I, I tend to look like somebody who plays the straight man a lot. So I do play that. But um, I do love doing comedy a lot. I have a great uh, couple of series that I have uh, working with Brandon Rogers on YouTube. Mm, cool. These crazy, sure. wild, uh, <laughs> hilarious things. And that's, that's a treat. Mm -hmm. I find that I like doing whatever it is I haven't been doing. Oh, so if okay. I've done horror, I want comedy. Sure. If I've been doing a bunch of comedy, I want a drama. Mm -hmm. If I've been doing a drama, I want some, you know, it's, I like doing all the ones. I always default back to horror mm -hmm. because with horror, you get the big emotions. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's not about little, sometimes it's mm -hmm. about little subtleties, but it's like, you're doing big stuff. <laughs> you're screaming, you're being killed, you know, <laughs> monsters are chasing you. Mm -hmm. It's, or, or it's, or you're doing the killing, one of the two, you know, right? <laughs> so it's it's very fun to be able to act like that. Mm. You get more opportunities in independent film, mm -hmm. and especially in, in horror, independent horror, you get a lot of opportunities that you don't get in the mainstream world if mm. you are mm -hmm. an older actor sure. or sure. somebody who might not fit within certain parameters mm -hmm. that the studio system likes <laughs> yes the studio system who's a bit in trouble right now yeah no. yeah <laughs> but hopefully hopefully this means we're going to be seeing a giant resurgence of you know films being made by people who give a shit yeah yeah I'm, I'm with you on that actually we saw a little research resurgence of that during covid uh, yeah. you know, the studio suddenly put the brakes on all these production stuff and people are like, well, I'm sitting at home. I need to watch something. And suddenly people who are, they're discovering indie films that I saw years ago. Cause I've been watching indie films for a long time. And all of a sudden right. they're like, this is a great film. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been saying. Told you. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's really great to see some of that indie come back and yeah, I'm hoping more people turn toward indie. I think part of the reason is the budget aesthetic. Some people aren't used to that. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, there's a very different film when you're making something for $200,000 versus $200 million. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think they just, I think the budgets are out of control on, on a lot of these studio films and they have to, they have to make so much money. Sure. in order to earn that back and i just they're not even good most of them some <laughs> of them are some of them are 
but some of them are like, didn't I see the same movie, but people were in different costumes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Well, also, I and I've had this discussion with some of my friends. It's the digital technology, I think, has kind of uh, been actually more of a handicap at some point because now their studios are just cranking out films because they can put them out so quickly. Whereas before, you only had so much film, so you had to make sure you're doing things right. That is absolutely true. I noticed a real difference in how filmmaking changed when we, even in independent film, we mm -hmm. went from film to digital. Sure. All of a sudden, it's like, well, we can make a movie in three days. Well, you can. <laughs> is, that, is that best? Is that sure. really serving the script? Are you making a good movie in three days? <laughs> <laughs> what would you say your uh, shortest like uh shoot time was for the project uh for a film oh, three days three, three days. days it was three days oh wow yeah, it was three days yeah wow. jim winorski <laughs> i i was i was wondering who he, he he's the master of just uh, i love run, you run and gun shooting he's uh, yes. i've I, yes. i've enjoyed his uh his films for a number of years and you know, I think that's one of the things that some people, especially, I hate to use the term, but mainstream audiences kind of miss is that 99% of the indie filmmakers and performers and that actors and that are aware of what you're making. It's it, you, you're, you're not thinking I'm making Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm making, it's like, this is a cheesy horror film. I'm, <laughs> you know, I love that. It's like, it's, it is what it is. It's we're not pretending that it's it's never going to win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I've always said that there's 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 films that are made. You know, you can tell they're made. Oh, we're going to get awards and Oscars. But then there's just film is entertainment too. Yeah, just entertainment. And, and I think that gets lost occasionally, especially with some folks. You know, who critic they they review across the board and they, they'll criticize say an indie film just like a big budget film and i'm like you can't quite do that because yeah. the budget it's, you know <laughs> and i try to explain to to civilians it <laughs> sure. really all comes down to budget mm -hmm. they're like well, what do you mean it's like well if you're you know and i'll, I'll start breaking it down it's like you've sure. got this many people and they have to pay this amount of dollars and now it costs this much per day and now you're doing this many things and the these costs and then the house costs and it just Lo locations too i mean locations okay, and... you have to you have to write a film for your locations that's mm -hmm. if you want to write a movie and save money you write a film for the locations that you have for free take all <laughs> of your free locations you write a movie based on those C cash in some favors too baby so yep yep <laughs> I, I was talking to a, a director the other day about his film End Times, and he was talking about how he managed to score because he's a, a, a post-apocalyptic movie, and he managed to run across a neighborhood that they were about to demolish, but he only had a certain amount of time, and so he got to shoot there, but they only had like four days before they totally leveled the place. But that's great. Yeah. You know? But, but you take it where you can. And, and that's the thing is I try to explain to people too. That's why I like to focus on performances. And that's why I love your performance and everybody involved. Because when you don't, when you don't have a big budget, you need the performances there to help sell the film. Yes. 
and, and you definitely sell the film uh, quite a bit. Uh, I, I Everyone's your, your giving a hundred percent. And your dress, your wardrobe. Did you get a chance? Did you get to pick out that dress, or did they? No, did Marcel they... picked out the dress. He did. He did a great job, and then he kept it and didn't give it to me. <laughs> I'd like to know what that's about. <laughs> like, come but, on, uh, come on! It's a that was a killer dress. I mean, it's it, a killer it, dress. It's it's a killer dress, and <laughs> and it it worked really well for your character, the the film, and everything. And it was I, a great dress. And I love the colors and everything involved in that. Does that does that get distracted or does that help with, you know, the setting to get into the characters and it's, such? I don't know that it really helps getting into the characters so much. It's like because the, the lighting when you're doing like a giallo inspired yeah. thing, it's it's got you've got a lot of green and pink and you know they're just weird. You know, it's like, <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Sure. This sure. doesn't you're not. It's not like you walk on the set and you feel like you're like, oh, this looks like my living room. Sure. <laughs> you know, it it looks very different. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an, And it's interesting because you never know, really know what it's going to look like until you see it. Oh, because sure, yeah. the colored gels, they they do stuff with your makeup. Oh, do they? You know, yeah. If you've got a red gel and you're wearing red lipstick, that lipstick's gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cancels out the red. So, you know, certain things get canceled out and they get flatter and some mm -hmm. highlights. So those those colors beyond more than just giving colors, they really create a lot with the the mm -hmm. environment. Yeah, because I, I always wondered if that was a bit distracting for an actor when you walk in on that. You're like, you've got four different colors shining on you and then you're trying to perform and you're like, uh, you're like okay. wait a minute, am I in the green or am I in the purple? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's funny, when I when I had the uh, a certain monologue near the mm -hmm. end, I was hoping to have more space to really like utilize oh, the sure. space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the dress was too long. Oh, and I was already wearing six inch heels, and I had to lift lift the skirt up in order to. So I was always carrying my skirt, and anytime sure. I'm moving, in order to not trip over it. Sure, and I just. Like with everything going on, it's like okay, I'm just going to stand here in the spotlight because <laughs> I ain't going anywhere without tripping over something. <laughs> uh, well, you still sell it well, so it, uh, you know, it still worked out, and I and I think I think uh, by having you in place, especially with that that monologue, uh, it, it made it even more chilling because you're just like you know standing there and 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 give a a, a far gave a little more stake to it because you're so calm. Yes. That, yeah. You know while you're delivering uh, uh, d that monologue, which was a wonderful monologue. Uh, it, Joe wrote uh, an amazing monologue. And uh, now you do it, you've, you do acting, uh, but you've also produced and you've directed uh, some films. Uh, well, you look at looking... YouTube videos. Or, oh, you just, oh, YouTube videos. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cause I just noticed you did do directing. Do you like directing? Is it, does it help being an actress and then directing or? Um, directing is a lot harder. Mm -hmm. I don't foresee myself choosing a career as a director. Mm -hmm. um, I could see getting more into producing. Sure. Because I like creating and I like like making stuff happen. Sure, sure. Um, but I, I just, I love acting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting that a lot of actors say, but what I really want to do is direct. It's like, no, right. <laughs> what I really want to do is be other people. Sure. 
I've wanted to, I wanted to be an actor ever since I was a little kid. I did my mm -hmm. first play at nine years old. Oh, wow. And I always just loved being other people. It, oh, what would now you... I want to be this person. <laughs> and, and it gives you a chance to explore probably areas of yourself you, you don't normally in common day. I mean, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. There it's, you know, sometimes you'll do a film where you've got to just sit and look. It's like, how could I uh, ever allow myself to be this person? Right. And and sort of and then build that mm -hmm. like, well, OK, if my life started here and I made this choice and then I made this choice and I made this choice and this choice and this choice and this choice, I can see how I could have ended up like that person. And then you don't have a judgment on it because you can see how you'd end up following that path and end up there. And it's also, it's a little disturbing to, sure. to start thinking, well, I guess I really could do that. <laughs> uh, does it, does it, is it get challenging occasionally if you get a role to not judge the person you're supposed to be yes. playing? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, it's, it's, there's certain, certain people we all put judgments on sure sure you know and sure. i recently did another film with joe and sarah where i play a character that is somebody i would have put a judgment on and i had mm -hmm. to just take my brain and do a 360 it's like sure. okay i have to take all judgment away and i have to make her a hundred percent true believer and she is an innocent <laughs> you know, it's like and that was the only way i could rationalize it yeah, because I always I am always fascinated by some of the roles some actors take, uh, you know, and how they could get into that role. You know, you look at that going, wow, that's that's a really disturbing person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one thing when you're playing a an, a made up person. Sure, sure. But for somebody playing Jeffrey Dahmer, for instance, right. <laughs> that's that's dark. You got to really you take your brain to a dark. Mm -hmm place and you live there for a while and it's not always an easy place to get out of yeah you you, you hear about that too so how some actors kind of get lost in their parts for a while after like you said sometimes they need more than three days sometimes it's months before they yeah can... yeah and some people would certainly benefit from therapy <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, you get too deep and you go too far and you sure. start questioning your own morality and your mm -hmm. own you know, morals. And it's just, it, it could be good in certain, certain roles to talk to a real therapist and like make, like snap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say? I Usually it's, you know, what's your hardest role? What would you say was one of the easiest scenes for you that maybe you thought was going to be a challenge, but then once you got in camera for, uh, in, uh, that's a wrap, uh, that you got down and just like, wow, this was just, nailed it the first time um my monologue yeah yeah um i we we had told you know whenever a, an actor sees a very long monologue they get a little scared <laughs> sure and you know they're, they're we're gonna do it in pieces we're gonna mm -hmm. do it in sections we're gonna yeah. like shoot and then cut and shoot and then cut well you know what we did hmm. we did not shoot until cut Wow. We did the entire thing in one take. Nice. And then we went back and did a couple more takes. But, sure. And it was wonderful for me. Mm. I'm so glad that they gave me that space to sure. just do. 
mm-hmm. and I just, you know, did whatever I thought, and I, 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 it all just came out of me, and you know, then I was able to make adjustments in the sure. next two. We had two cameras going, and that really helped a lot. Got to get that coverage right. <laughs> yeah, and the coverage—it's, you know, the way Marcel shoots. He mm-hmm. really he goes for long takes and really allows you all the time you want. Sure. He yells cut. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can get rid of all the rest of that in post. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm giving you all the time you need. And it's just such a wonderful way to work. Well, and that's trust too, right? Between yeah. you and the director. He's putting trust in you that you could deliver it. And you're trusting that trusting. he's not going to say, cut, cut, cut. No, wait, no, no. Could you do it? Could you do it? I don't know. Um, better. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sound like you you've run into that occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's not good direction. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I thought it was better. What, what do you mean that? A little yeah. more specific. <laughs> uh, what would you say was what, probably uh, outside of that's a wrap? One of your more memorable or, or interesting roles that you took that you just had a lot of fun that sticks with you to this day oh my gosh do you have any <laughs> i had a lot of fun making the movie playtime oh okay. i had a lot of fun making bloodthirsty <laughs> um i had you know almost most films are fun mm-hmm. most every film is a fun lovely experience sure. i am i have better experiences on films that are generally a little bit longer shooting mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. because sure. you spend more time working with everyone and it right. becomes more of a family environment i always like a film that goes on location mm, mm-hmm. because i find you bond with people in a different way then um last time i went on location for a film it was for a lifetime movie that i did in virginia mm. called um revenge besser chilled oh okay yeah I've, i'm familiar with the title yeah. and it's just it's so lovely when you are someplace other than home because i don't know it's like camping then you just you bond <laughs> with people and they become sure. family it gives you a little better chemistry i imagine as well when you're working together especially if it's for an extended period of time yes yeah yeah um gosh i can't most of my films have been fun yeah there, there are a few that i would say oh no i burned that bridge and, and <laughs> i burned it so hard it's <laughs> never sure yeah you you get that with almost any occupation i think so there's bridges you end up burning even if you didn't intend to yes Um, but you know uh you know so i guess what advice would you give to someone up and coming because we've got with indie there's so much media to consume now there's so much so much Um, content to be made there's a lot of more aspiring people out there. You know, what kind of advice would you give them? Um, I would tell them, start, just try, just try. You don't have to have any credits mm-hmm. to be an actor. You don't have to come to LA to be an actor. You can start with your community college. Now you've got credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can start doing small films with just a bunch of friends. You can make short little films for TikTok. You know, uh, you can be just as creative on any of the social medias. You could make, you could make a series on YouTube and do everything yourself. You don't have to come to LA 
You don't have to go through all of that until you reach a certain point. Sure. Uh, one of the actors on Revenge Best Served Chilled, she is, has done theater for years. Mm -hmm. She lives in Kentucky. And that was her first film. Oh, wow. She yeah. submitted for it because you mm -hmm. don't have to. You can submit. Mm -hmm. And now that we're doing so many castings virtually, mm -hmm. it's it's just wonderful. Because if you've got talent and you're interested, sign up for casting networks or Actors Access or Casting Frontier or Backstage West and start putting yourself out there. Get a friend to take a picture. Do it on a cell phone. Do it in the mm. highest resolution you can. Put it up on the websites. They're all going to, each one's going to charge you some money. None of this is free, unfortunately. <laughs> sure. It's free. Sure. Um, don't mm. pay for auditions, obviously, but you right. don't have to pay for the service where they provide you the, the you know, opportunity. Yeah. Um, but just do it. Mm -hmm. There, There is no reason to wait. 30 years ago, when I came to L.A., you had to come to L.A. to be an actor or be in New right. York. That was really it. But now you can be in your hometown. You can live in your parents' house. You can you can have a stable job and live someplace where the houses are not a million dollars for a shack. Sure. <laughs> you know, it's stay home. There are acting classes that you can mm. take virtually. Uh, look for casting directors, follow them on Instagram, do what they, they, they give lots of good advice. Sure. I'm on Instagram. I follow so many casting directors and most of them right now with the strikes going on are, you know, happy to help actors. Sure. You're like, okay, we've got downtime. Here's my advice. Here's what mm -hmm. you should do. Here's how you should better yourself. Um, also for actors, your tool is your body take care of it mm -hmm. you are you are and, and whatever your size is sure take care of it mm -hmm. um, if you are a heavy set funny guy you know make sure that you have good food going in your body and you know can have stamina exercise so that you have stamina for a, a to make it through a full 12 hour day uh keep keep your tools honed just as i'm a gardener so sure. just as, you know, we polish all the rust off of the the, the pruners. Sure, sure. Keep the tools sharp. Mm. You keep them in good condition so that they are ready when you need them. You don't you don't sit down and eat bonbons on the couch <laughs> and nothing. And then it's like, great, my action movie's here. Let's go. Now I'm gonna get in shape. No, you're not getting the audition for the action movie if you're not in shape to begin with. Sure, sure. So, and whatever that shape may be, be as healthy as you can be because mm -hmm. it's a hard job. It's a physically yeah. difficult job. Sometimes you're just standing for mm -hmm. a long time or you're in some weird position for a long time, <laughs> you know? And it's like, you're there, you're laying dead on the ground for a long time. <laughs> Something like, can you get up? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you know what? Just leave me here till yeah. tomorrow. Just do your own things. I'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, I think people don't realize when they're watching the films, the behind the scenes, how long some of those scenes or whatnot take or hours for just one yeah. scene. And the makeup, when you've got the prosthetics going on, 
you can be in makeup for four, five hours. Mm -hmm. And then you go and you shoot your scene for 20 minutes. And then they spend another two hours taking the stuff off of you. <laughs> it is not a fun and glamorous day. <laughs> like, well, I've got my mouth stapled shut now, mm -hmm. so I can't have lunch. <laughs> yeah, I I had the privilege of being on a a movie set. I was a, a, a script supervisor for an indie film for my friend, and you know I enjoyed it. I loved it, but at the same time, it was a fourteen hour day in a smelly barn. It was hot, and we spent like an hour trying to get the hit on a head with a hammer properly so the blood would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and the food is never really very good. <laughs> on huge, sure. on big, big budget movies, sure. the food is amazing. Mm -hmm. On low budget indie films, we're usually picking it up from someplace. Sure. And yeah. I can't eat dairy products. Oh, so okay. Sure. When I say no cheese, mm -hmm. it gets messed up every single time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm used to it because sure. sure. Uh, I but see, you I... know, it's just. There's only one bathroom on the premises and sure. 40 people are using it <laughs> and the lock never really locks. So you're in, <laughs> you're never comfortable. You're like in the you're sitting with the, with the hand up or the foot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's usually a towel hanging in there that was not meant for your use. That's the homeowner's <laughs> towel, but now everybody's used it. So it's sopping wet. We've ran out of paper towels hours ago the trash can is overflowing you know it's just it, it's it, a long day and yet and i think it's an attestment to your passion and love for acting because you go through all that and yet you still want to do it and i still want to do it and you still want to do it that's wonderful and, and and we benefit as viewers because we get characters like lily uh you know and i i was very happy with this film. you know i i figured it was good because i've seen marcel's other a few yeah. of his other stuff so i knew kind of what i was getting into but i didn't expect quite as many meta references and it seemed like everyone was having fun and it seemed you had a blast as well yeah. so yeah so so what do you have coming up uh uh coming so? up i we are going to be having a premiere in london oh nice uh, so we're going to be at Fright Fest for sure. That's a Wrap. I also have another horror film that's <laughs> premiering the same day in London. So August 25 is going to be a heck of a day for me. You're going to be driving between two. <laughs> well, and it's one of those. I've got I've got a screening at 1.10 in the afternoon. Sure. And then one at 10.45 at night. And you're from L.A., so there's already that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm we're going a couple days early. I'm thinking, going to do the, the show Creeping Death at 110, and then go do some day drinking, sure. and then have a nice disco nap, <laughs> and then wake up and, and put myself back together. And At least, at least you have a little space between them, so you're not yeah, rushing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... Um, so I'm, I'll, we're going to Europe, and I uh, thought we'd go to Scotland and to France as well, since oh, we're there. Nice. Nice. It should be nice should be a good time. Vacation. Yeah. You know, there's a strike going on, so not much work wise. Right, right. I am. I imagine that even even in the indie scenes and such, it's still been kind of tough for people because you have a mixture of 
union workers and non-union workers in right. certain roles. So uh, I think people don't get that perspective either with the impact. So uh, you said you're on social media. Where can people follow your stuff? You can find me on, I'm at Monique Parent, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, do I need to spell that? No, I'll I'll have it written down below. And I'll Thank you. We'll, we'll be good. We'll be good. <laughs> I can spell it. <laughs> um, it's at Monique Parent on Twitter, mm-hmm. now known as X, um, Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Uh, YouTube, <laughs> I'm Monique Parent YT. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I had to ask, you mentioned it. I've got to ask, what, what do you uh, grow in your garden? Is it just flowers? Do you grow vegetables? Do you? It's um, not a lot of vegetables. We've got mm-hmm. some some berries. We've got some raspberries and boysenberries. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of herbs because my mm-hmm. boyfriend is an amazing cook. And so we always have fresh herbs. We don't really have a good location for vegetables. Oh, sure. Because mm-hmm. we live in the hills and the whole place is like that. <laughs> sure, sure. And I'm not a goat. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot of succulents and flowers. Well, still, uh, it makes for a very interesting garden. That's that's great. I yeah. I'm from Wisconsin. I'm in the middle of Wisconsin here, so you know. Dan's as... from Wisconsin. Really, Manitowoc. Really? Oh, I Manitowoc. I know Manitowoc quite well. Yeah, uh, been been there a number of times. There, yeah. So you know, <laughs> number of times there, yeah. Yeah, there. <laughs> I've only been there once. Oh, okay. Uh, I should also mention that uh, one of the things that I have coming up in the near future is I just finished a film with Marcel and Sarah and Joe, uh, Neon Noir, and it's called Garden of Eden. Ooh, interesting. And it is not to call. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it another horror, or is it? It's a another drama? horror. And it's Ooh. it's a very very different picture. <laughs> not not as much meta references going on i imagine no no No. (laughs) well monique thank you very much this has been a lot of fun mark it's been a joy Uh, thank you uh, appreciate this quite a bit so check it out folks that's a wrap it is coming to digital uh august 25th it'll be on digital platforms you're getting the premiere in london you're getting to travel uh and that's got to be great and look forward to seeing more of your your uh continued projects thank you very much mark